Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3146. Empire Magazine has previewed an issue full of Mandalorian coverage and as per usual with them, they're releasing some teaser articles in advance, which has prompted me to say it's time on this Mando Monday to consider houses and clans of Mandalore. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So Pedro Pascal has been quoted by Empire Magazine as saying that Mando Season 3 really opens up the world of Mandalore and Mandalorians and that they're going to get into a lot about culture and politics and rules and discoveries and he says delicious doors are flying open. The actual quote is, delicious doors are flying wide open. So what do we know about Mandalorian culture and politics? <laughs> there is a lot out there that we could consider, but I want to stick with houses and clans, which are the primary political organization of Mandalorian society. The way it's been explained to us so far, you have clans, which are groups of Mandalorians organized for you know, various reasons, whether it's family or whether it's adoption or whether it's fighting off a mud horn, right? And those clans group together under houses. Right now, we only know of three houses in Mandalorian culture. That would be House Cast, House Vizsla, and House Kreese. And that has stayed true both in Legends and the canon. If you look back at Legends stuff, there's only three Mandalorian houses that we've been taught. Clans, however, are another issue entirely. In Legends, there are as many as 40 different Mandalorian clans that have been named. However, in the current canon, we're only at about eight or nine. Now, we don't know what the actual house and clan lineup is right now. The last that we knew about it was in Star Wars Rebels. And with House Vizsla, there was Clan Vizsla, Clan Wren, and Clan Saxon organized underneath House Vizsla. House Kreese had Clan Kreese and also Clan Eldar. And you would imagine from the events of Rebels when Clan Wren went up against Gar Saxon that Wren probably would have switched its alliance to House Kreese, I would imagine. And then the final house, about which we know less than any of the others, is House Cast, which includes Clan Rook and Clan Cast. What's confusing about that is that there's actually a character called Rook Cast, who we met not too long ago in Season 7 of The Clone Wars. But we don't know whether Rook Cast is a part of Clan Cast or Clan Rook or anything. But what we do know is that Rook Cast was a member of Death Watch, and so this is where things can get a little more complicated. Outside of the whole house and clan structure, there are different Mandalorian organizations that have gathered together Death Watch among them because they were a group of Mandalorians who wanted to go back to the old war 
warrior ways instead of being allied with the new Mandalorians who are more pacifists, right? The reason it's a little complicated is because Death Watch drew from various clans across different house allegiances. For example, it was Previsla who was running it, but Bo-Katan Kryze was a part of it, and they were not under the same house. Then you have the Mandalorian protectors who are, for all intents and purposes, the royal guard of Mandalore protecting whoever is on the throne. Those folks are also chosen from across the Mandalorian spectrum, so they aren't necessarily organized by house or clan. They're just the protectors assigned to take care of whoever is on the throne. So I've named seven of the clans that we know about and alluded to an eighth with Clan Mudhorn. Of course, that's the Mandalorian and Grogu. There's also a ninth one, Awad, A-W-A-U-D. See about the pronunciation. <laughs> that was mentioned in one of the Star Wars role-playing books, although according to Wikipedia, it contains both Legends and canon material. Clan Awad did show up in Legends, so it's hard to tell for sure what the deal is with that, but we also don't know what... Um, house they belong to, and we don't technically know what house Clan Mudhorn belongs to either, because all we know is that the Children of the Watch are a you know, religious organization that's separate from whatever was going on in Mandalorian society, and it sounds like as potentially heirs to the Death Watch, as we discussed in a previous Mando Monday episode, that they may also be drawing from across Mandalorian cultures, clans, and houses. And there's one other thing that has yet to be made clear, and I hope they do address this. So, Clan Saxon was part of House Vizsla, and at one point, Gar Saxon, and then later on, Tiber Saxon, fun with the shark things in there, became the head of Mandalore for all intents and purposes. So I wonder how the house thing works in that if somebody from Clan Saxon but House Vizsla is leading Mandalore, there's also a Clan Vizsla, like why wouldn't it switch? Why wouldn't House Vizsla go away and House Saxon take over the title of running a Mandalorian house? And Clan Vizsla would still exist underneath House Saxon, but there's no indication that House Saxon is actually a thing. I just wonder why that's not the case, and I think it kind of makes sense in Mandalorian society if you've got somebody from a clan, but, you know, the house is a different name you would just change the house name, right? I don't know. But I'd love to hear what you think about that, if you think that makes any logical sense. If you're checking this out on YouTube, drop a comment below. And if you're catching an audio version of this, head over to the blog post for the show's episode at sw7x7.com and drop a comment there. And that's what I've got for you on this Mando Monday episode. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.